0: Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Friday. It's been quite uh, about a week or so since the last episode with Chris talking about, uh, you know, what being a bouncer is like and things like that. However, I wanted to revert to a different type of episode with one of my good friends, Miranda Miller, who is one of my former roommates. Um, This in a few weeks, I will be attending a concert, as some people may know as Izu, which is a different type of... Uh, rave culture I guess as you say um, for any of the listeners that are in the rave culture that Miranda maybe have suggested to listen to uh, this podcast I think we have a great conversation regarding you know what to expect and you know things that go on amongst these type of concerts so um, for anyone that hasn't been to these type of concerts um, it's a totally different culture it's it's not your typical concert. So um, we had a great conversation. It's a relatively long conversation, but you know, we there's a lot to lot to touch on, considering, you know, I was totally, you know, not used to this type of area of going to a concert like concerts in general. But um, if you've never been to one of these, this is the episode for you. And um, just diving into a bunch of different things around that area. So hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, I'm tired, but you know, gotta post for the pod. Um, again, hope everyone has a great weekend, and um, let's uh, get into the interview. Hit it! Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't want to yeah. be a player. I don't want to be a player no more. I'm about to play out. It's crushing a lot. No money Still got what you're looking for. Don't want to be a th- player. Top, huh? See you later, penhouse suite, penhouse All right, we now have on one of my former roommates, um, Miranda Miller. Um, she was living above me before, and now she's back here in our apartment back in uh, Midtown East. So we, were, we wanted to have her on for the podcast because she is a very big influencer, I guess, in um, dance festivals, like EDM, raves, like that type of culture. And for me, and I'm sure there are listeners that are on the same boat as me that have no idea what those are or any idea of like what that culture entails or anything like that. So I figured I'd have one of a frequent goer of uh, these type of festivals on. Um, And Miranda's on the show. How are you?
1: Hi, Peter. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I'm very excited to talk about my experience with raving. I know that obviously raves are kind of picking up again since quarantine has somewhat ended and I know that based on just hearing people talk a lot of people have kind of gotten into dance music during quarantine and so this kind of festival season even though it's technically the end of festival season now but like this period of time quarantine ending is going to be a lot of people's first raves and so um, I know a lot of people have questions and you know obviously there's going to be a lot of different things going on that aren't typical with you know still being COVID restrictions like festivals now mandating masks or having people show their vaccine records so I'm I'm really excited to share my experiences that I have had over the past x amount of years you know with dance music and going to live events and kind of you know answering your questions and seeing where the intersection is between i guess covid you know restrictions and where dance music is trying to
0: head um yeah i mean listen there it's i am not i've never been to a concert period like which is a very weird (laughs) a very weird like type of flex basically i don't even know if it's a flex like i've never physically scheduled to go watch someone perform like it's always been like if I just happened to be at a situation like it was never my purpose to go watch some pr- someone perform. With that being said, um, I am going to Izu this summer, which is in a few weeks, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I was like, screw it. I'm just like I've seen my friends go to <laughs> these type of things, and you know, I I've, I haven't heard anything bad about them, so I figured, um, who else to ask about like a great source other than you about like this type of stuff because. To my knowledge, I feel like the raves and, like, the EDM culture really popped off in around, like, 2012, 2013, and I remember a lot of girls in high school, you know, they used to go to these, and um, basically, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought they were just going to a concert, and, like, it's, I feel like it's definitely totally different than your standard concert it's definitely a different type of vibe and a different type of energy so for me since like I said I'm going to my first ever type of rave culture event what what do you have like what like what what are you excited for me about it a and then what advice do you have for when I eventually get to this concert
1: well, allow me to hop on my soapbox. Um, wow, I, I don't think it's weird that you've never been to a concert because I've actually had a lot of people tell me that they've never been to a concert at all, and I that's personally it's not something I could picture just because live music is a huge part of who I am since I've been about 12 years old. But I will say, you know, obviously, going to raves is a whole different aspect of live music because you know my first concerts were like i saw hannah montana <laughs> i saw lady gaga yeah i saw Katy perry and then boom i started listening to edm and i was kind of like dad like when can i go to ultra like when can i go to all these raves <laughs> And like, obviously what? my dad was like uh, when you're older and i you know at first i didn't understand until You know, a lot of the raves that allowed younger people, the cutoff was 16, and I didn't understand. And when I was 16, I started to go, and I was like, "You know, why can't I go to all of the ones?" Because you know, the majority of them had the cutoff of 18, Mm. and then of course, there's a lot that do have a 21 and up cutoff period. And I did not understand until I got older. And now, I would prefer most raves were 21 and up because. It, I mean, I'll get into how the good parts of it, but the environment that you're in is much more intense than I would say a regular concert because inherently people feel very free in these spaces. EDM came from a community of people that were marginalized, specifically mm-hmm. transgendered and gay communities that were black and brown people um, mm-hmm. originating around in Chicago and Detroit. I think it's very important. Everyone knows that. And because of that, people who were marginalized found this is their safe space. So them and other people, to my understanding, also use that as a place to, you know, feel free about their sexuality as well as experiment with things like substances. And that, while I do think inclusivity is for everyone, does, you know, later on down the road when it became what it is, like EDM and festivals are today, isn't something I think that 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds are ready for. But obviously, you know, you're 24, right? Yeah. I'm 24. This is something that I think, you know, we'll be able to handle. But I would say that it is much more of a culture, as you would say, than, you know, going to, like, a Weezer concert. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what... So, like, when I, when I see these girls, like, when I was in high school, like, 16 years old, like, I didn't think anything of it. And, like, you know, you just... People are just going, like to a concert like I don't think like maybe they would have a few drinks here and there but like essentially there's it's it's a lot more serious someone's on something someone's taking something for these concerts um whether the level of type of substance you are taking for these type of concerts is all dependent on you I feel like it's not like a yeah oh, it's
1: definitely. not a
0: it's not a like uh like you gotta do this like like everyone has their own level of you know taking something in for fun yeah where they want to be yeah exactly exactly um
1: because like i i sober rave all the time because i i really i mean you know i really listen to this music 24 7 and it's just not feasible for me to drink at every rave like yeah. there's a rave happening on a wednesday you know i had a class on thursday i needed to drive there i'll go sober like and a lot of people do sober rave and a lot of people choose not to and i also say there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're you know being safe and responsible because if you are there for the right reasons and you're listening to this music all the time and you're paying for this expensive ass ticket like mm-hmm. you know you want to you want to try molly like that's on you you're being safe which we'll get into i think there's nothing wrong with that it's a very accepting honestly experimental environment you'll see that with the way people dress um the way experimental
0: is definitely the right word the way people way people dress the way people dance like it's definitely
1: you're putting yourself out there it's the only time you're you're going to
0: act a certain (laughs) way in this type of setting which is which is like like kind of cool at this it's like it's like hot like uh, not to be like not to be mean it's like halloween like, yeah. It's like your own personal Halloween to like dress up and do your own thing.
1: Oh, it's so fun. During COVID, whenever one thing that really I thought really brought the EDM community together was whenever you know, live events were one of the first things to go. I mean, they're they are definitely super spreaders when it came to the the pandemic, like you're in a very packed area with a lot of people who are you know sharing drinks and things like that so obviously they were the first to go and I and my a lot of the community was really nervous that that would go away forever but we were doing live streams like a lot of these big festival brands were doing live streams of DJs coming in safely you know wearing masks they were sanitizing the decks and they were mm-hmm. DJing and streaming it out and I saw a lot of the community through social media deck out their apartments, put on outfits, and just watch the live streams at home with, you know, their people they lived with. And I thought that was a really cool way to see the community come together and just try to keep it alive. And I know that I to my understanding it worked. Like obviously we did lose some really iconic venues, a lot of festivals and DJs took a really big hit. That's why you're seeing ticket prices kind of being Pushed up, but you know, it's a
0: supply and demand thing, which definitely, you know, it's definitely an industry that's gonna get hit hard from COVID. So, but, um, but it's coming back. People want to party, it is, it is. People want to party, yeah, of course. It's the same, you could say the same thing for sports, yeah. It's the same, you know, these things, you know, obviously two different worlds, but like, you know people prioritize it. People, it, it brings money in. So like, that's why, and people are passionate about it. People are athletes. People are DJs. It's like absolutely own different professions. Like they're going to need, they're, they're going to need people and they're going to find ways around it to make sure that it's sustainable. Like for the years come to make up for 2020 and this entire COVID loss, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and it'll bounce back as long as everyone, you know, vaccine plug gets a vaccine, yeah. does their yeah. part, gets tested. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm going to Electric Zoo too, or Izoo, as you mentioned, uh, which is pretty much for those who don't know, like the festival of New York City. We used to have EDC. Where is it, by the way? Sorry, Randall's Island. island.
0: Okay, so, I, I, I kid you not. This is—I am so. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm getting myself into. So
1: you'll be on an island. It'll be sick, bro. Like I know. Hey look not, out! I'm, you I'm see I'm the ant- skyline. I'm not anticipating to be bad at
0: <laughs> whatsoever. Like I know it's going to be fun. It's just like. It's like I know it's a completely different world, though. It's like someone it's like someone that's never played sports ever going to a football or a football game. Like it's almost like similar to that. Like mm-hmm. it's, too, it's 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 going to be a different world, but it's something that like, you know, you I'll try to make the most of it and try to have fun with it. And maybe I'll like it. So who'll see, who, who knows what will happen?
1: Yeah, exactly. Imagine
0: uh, in like a year from now, it's like I'm a huge raver. Like I'm like, I, I mean, want to go to all these. Like, I'm going to try. Now. I think you're going to love it. And I really <laughs> want to go. I know. We can talk about venues now like I know obviously since we live in the city it's Brooklyn Mirage is like such a big thing It's like I see the videos of them and like they look so cool It's like and you it's,
1: can go that's the thing about concerts that people are like, oh, I've never been to a concert I've always wanted to and it's kind of just like do it like it's really it's a $60 investment I mean, how much money are you spending when you go to a bar at night if you factor in, you know you're buying some girls some drinks Maybe you end up going home with someone and you have to pay for an Uber back, so you're incurring that cost. Versus, Mm -hmm. you know, a sixty dollar concert ticket, you don't even need to drink at those things. Like you could, I promise, go completely sober, have the best time, dance, sweat a bunch, and then you and all your friends. Because I don't know why you'd go back alone. People don't usually pick up other people at concerts, not in my experience, anyways. And it'll be around the same cost. And you, it, it's just so rewarding, I think. But you know Brooklyn Mirage plug that place is my home like yeah um
0: what are there what are the spots like all right so like let's let's talk about some venues now because like you know they it's almost like how like give me some of like your go-tos you would say I mean like listen you've also actually before we get into that let's let's switch up and go like obviously you have a big following like how has that like how does it feel to have like such a like an influence like within this culture from like beginning from to where you are now because it's like i feel like you're so (laughs) passionate about it which is like it's cool it's like you know obviously you're a a frequent goer of these type of events Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're building a networking or a brand like within it i would
1: say it's incredible in like a lot of ways like I go to Mirage and I easily see 30 people I know because, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to the same concert. I, I've had the pleasure of connecting with a lot of people through Twitter or what we call EDM Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got to meet a lot of these people. When I moved here, everyone has been so kind. I always bump into them and they're looking out for each other, which I think is really cool. Um, and you know, I was just in Dallas a couple weekends ago. And I ran into two people who recognized me through my Instagram and my Twitter. And I was just kind of like, damn, I cannot be acting a fool. <laughs> like yeah. I cannot be. That's like the downside is that I'm going to be very held accountable. If someone sees me, you know.
0: Accountable head, for th- what though?
1: Like, uh, well, I'm obviously not doing anything bad, but let's say like, I don't want to see, I don't want other people to see me you know? I, in
0: like a bad state. Yeah. Like saying. throwing up or yeah, like yeah,
1: needing yeah. help constantly. Cause like that happens but you don't want to be that guy like yeah always needs help because then no one wants to hang out with you and like you like especially when you start to accumulate kind of a network of people you want to be the person that is fun to rave with like yeah you're down to drink take shots whatever but you know you don't need to go home early every time yeah
0: you know you know your limitations
1: exactly so i would say like that just personally because like i have um my biggest following is on Twitter it's somewhat over 5000 followers which i don't consider it to be that big considering there is a lot of like quote i hate this fucking term edm influencers who are <laughs> yeah they're they're and like ha- ambassadors for companies which you know that's cool like i definitely am an ambassador for a few
0: Are you like a bank sponsor? Am is I that is sponsor? that one of those that
1: I will go ahead and say it. I would never be a bank sponsor. That stuff is like drinking gasoline. And I'm saying that though, like a I feel like I've seen like the like yeah girls yeah, 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 yeah. Be I have, oh yeah. One of my friends was a bank. One of my friends that I'm hanging out with next week was it was a bank shuffler, and she she gave me a lot of tea on that. But you know that's her story that 's a different story <laughs> yeah, yeah that's her story, but yeah, and then i I've had some close friends that have been have pretty big followings at rep festivals that's definitely a huge perk like I've worked for a lot of um, festivals and mostly through selling tickets or posting promo it's really fun. it is a decent amount of hard work, and obviously you the bigger you get, the more accountability you have, which nothing wrong with that. I totally agree if you have a big following. You need to be responsible. You can't be posting things that, you know, go against normal human values. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to go into more of, I guess, advice on your first festival, I can give you my take on
0: it. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Shoot. So, so you all, well, let's think like in my head, like in my head, it's like, do I want to go? hard into it? Do I want to like ease into it? Do I want to like, because the timing matters of things, you know? Oh yeah. So what for me, like what would you recommend?
1: So a big part of me as a person, I'm a huge planner. So my biggest tip that I was taking notes before this was just kind of research. You want to research as much as you can because you can never know too much going into a situation. So. Like, say you're going to Electric Zoo. Let's just use that as an overall example, because mm-hmm. this is a festival which does encompass raves, whereas if I just gave advice for going to a show, it might not cover everything for a festival. Yeah. Um. So you're going to Electric Zoo. I would say you would want to research YouTube videos about that festival. Like, maybe people did vlogs about it, or maybe the festival posted after movies. Maybe you could watch some live sets. That way you'll get a good view of, like, what's the crowd like? Maybe these vlogs will talk about the transportation, blah, blah, blah. Um, Honestly, if you're into Reddit, go to r slash festivals. Just read a bunch. Um, Follow the social media accounts of the festival. You'll get updates. You'll see what people typically wear when they post, Mm -hmm. you know, photos from previous years. That's a big one. Um, Obviously, you can wear whatever you want. But that, you know, if, if you're going to a festival like Izu maybe don't wear a parka where there are some festivals <laughs> like snow globe where you would want to wear a parka you yeah, know yeah, there yeah. are festivals that happen like that yeah but you know that's a big thing is i think dressing is super important not just for fashion but you want to be comfortable like you want to be wearing shoes that you can dance in yeah. you can walk miles in and maybe you want to flex but break those hoes in like mm-hmm. that is a big advice for me research the venue like reynolds island you've never been to um a big tip from Randall's Island is you can Uber there but do not try to Uber back. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to call an Uber. It'll be a dead zone. Mm-hmm. You can get there from a ferry. I've never done that. You can walk some of the bridges to go there. Um, low key, there's a bus that goes there. Um, that's pretty cool. That's probably how I'll be getting there. But you want to research the venue so you can see how to get there and back because you do not want to be stuck.
0: That's pretty someone. cool that like, you know, bars when we go out it's not like you could research a bar and like understand what the vibe is like i mean like you could but like i feel like it's much more structured within these type of venues and these type of events because there's Mm -hmm. a there's so many people and the music
1: is so loud they're usually so far away from things and
0: people want to share it
1: yeah yeah people
0: are enthusiastic people are, vlogging it. People are enthusiastic i would not about want sharing. to vlog
1: the gym <laughs> no
0: yeah 100 yeah i wouldn't want to vlog. i wouldn't want to vlog the gym <laughs> yeah the gym like that's a good example that would be like, terrifying. like why would i want to vlog at like a shitty bar in new york city like <laughs> whereas like these it's like you know it's a concert it's a venue it's like there's a theme there's like you know the way people like you said mm-hmm. people dress people transportation like, there's so much research you can there's, do. there's a lot of, a ton things of
1: videos i would recommend personally this youtuber from new jersey her name is emma Capotas. she has a ton of videos about electric sue mm-hmm. um she also has a podcast called rave culture cast which i'll plug but um you know more research that could be done is if you're traveling outside of the city to go to another city for a festival research that city like i've literally been to a festival in cities that I didn't realize were huge areas of human trafficking, for example. And when I read about that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah, maybe like, I'm gonna. Turn I probably look yeah, I need, yeah, to, like, I need yeah, you yeah, to. I need yeah, to at yeah, the homie. I'm gonna, ref- all I'm gonna refund thing. my ticket. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went, but it was kind of like be aware. You're more. On, yeah.
0: You're more on your toes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like I would say, also researching the weather. Like Izu, very historically, is can rain or shine. Is like mm-hmm. what I'll say. Like I've been one year. It was a downpour. And so you want to know, like, should I pack a poncho mm-hmm. essentially? Which like that wasn't on this. That was not on the weather forecast at all. So like Izu, I would say, is something that I would oh, true bring. If it rains. Yeah, yeah right. I would say it's going to be hot, but consider bringing a long sleeve shirt. You can roll up and put in your backpack because at night it gets colder. And so on you, an bring a, you bring a backpack. I I, yeah, oh, I bring a hydration bag, which I'll get into. And it's like a bag where it has like a like a water pouch and like a like hiking. Imagine. Oh,
0: my God. One thing. I've seen, pic- like, I've seen pictures of, like, Lollapalooza in, like, Chicago or whatever, and, like, you see these massive crowds, and I always, people on Twitter are like, where the hell do these people go to the bathroom?
1: You, this is very surprising, unless you're drinking a lot, if you're dancing a lot, you actually are sweating a lot, a lot of your liquid. so I'll go to the bathroom at the very beginning, because, you know, I'll pre-game, but am I buying drinks at the festival? No. Probably not. They're a little expensive. They're a little... I'll do it for the novelty. Maybe like one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like one. But you know, you don't want to be running back and forth to the bar and back and forth to the bathrooms, especially if you're really there like trying to catch every set.
0: It's more about... Yeah. yeah, It's it's more about about indulging in the music and like... You'll be wasting
1: a ton of money if you're constantly... And you can. I mean, you can like... Bar Kogi, for example. I don't know if I can talk about this, but Danny, the owner of the restaurant and the building below... or the below, below apartment us. of this building. Yeah. yeah. He has a table at Izu. So he's set. And like, if you have VIP, then <laughs> I didn't know that. He has a table. Yeah. He was like, don't buy tickets, guys. I was like, I'm going to still buy a ticket, but I'll hit you up for the table. They're going to go hang out. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. try to, try to, Ta- get try in to schmooze that. him a little bit. Try to schmooze him. Try um, to slide in. Yeah. Danny, if you're listening, what's up?
0: There is a good chance that he's listening.
1: <laughs> he, that would be cool. He tuned into my Instagram live the other day.
0: He's a great guy. But, um, um
1: Oh, I would say another big thing is reading the rules, which are always on the festival website, because obviously there's rules like don't bring drugs, don't bring guns, don't bring your fucking cat. But some of is the there, rules- Is
0: there, how's, how's, oh wait, I think, I'm sorry, I'm shifting you forward, but how's like security getting in?
1: That, I will, I'll move on to that because EZU security is a whole other bullet point.
0: Is it like a, is it hard? Like it's hardcore? Yes. It's very- it like gets in gets in it your is face. The,
1: out of all the festivals i've been to which has been many it is the most intense festival security i've been to and i'll get into that right rightfully so though yeah i mean it's new york city they take that they take that shit real serious but um in terms of rules again like sometimes you'd be surprised they'll be like you can't bring backpacks over this size and you're like well shit or like you can't bring totems You know like those big poles with signs mm-hmm. Which are good for big groups But some festivals don't allow them So you'll just want to read the rules And see like Can I bring gum? Can I bring uh, my like professional camera? You know some of them are oh, very yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll just want to make sure That you're following the rules Because you don't want to show up With sunscreen that was $10 And realize you can't bring it in um, Really? Yeah things like that um, wow. And obviously the last area In terms of research would be like If you know someone going to the festival Ask them they'll be your best resource Like I mean, me for easy, this will be my fifth year. I feel like... You ever get lost? Have I ever gotten lost?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yes. Like, I've had my phone die and then gotten separated from the group. Terrifying. That's scary. Terrifying. I mean, last year, or last year, 2019, let's pretend like 2020 didn't happen. Mm-hmm. 2019, there were over 100,000 people that won, I believe. Yeah. You don't want to be separated. <laughs> um that's right like so
0: in the moment like it was terrible. like oh my god as a
1: as a woman under five feet it's horrifying (laughs) you just have to be aware but um yeah obviously my next tip would be making a list like a packing list a shopping list is going to be you just want to be as organized as possible you want to be like the boy scouts you know yeah what is it like Prepare for the worst, hope for the best. I don't know. I wasn't a boy scout, yeah, 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 but yeah. Neither is I. It's all good. <laughs> Great. But um, you know, look at the weather. Do I need sunscreen? one a jacket, a poncho? You know, some festivals offer locker rentals. izu does, so I'm oh, perso- that's yeah. cool. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna rent a locker because I rented one at the last festival I went to, which was cool because I was able to wear these really sick big platforms. And then I changed into like smaller Nikes as the evening went on because I wanted to be able to dance more. But obviously, I wanted to be able to like flex in my shoes. Yeah. But you know, you can pack a hoodie in that locker if you buy merchandise. You can pack it in the locker. It's just good for, and a lot of them have charging points. Um, Could you I like would, go back to the? Yeah, the you locker? can go back and forth. Yeah, but you That's cannot nice. re-enter most festivals. So what you bring in, you have.
0: Oh yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Ear. Oh, biggest packing. You need to bring earplugs.
0: That. I did not know you. Oh yeah. I I remember you guys came back and you guys like took your earplugs out. I was like, okay. Yeah. So the
1: earplugs are essentially, um, to prevent tinnitus or, you know, hearing damage is compounded. I think I'm using that term correctly. You know, over time you accumulate more and more hearing damage until all of a sudden you can fucking have tinnitus. And so you're going to be at these concerts with this loud ass speaker blasting in your face. And personally I get a little nauseous from bass. And so I like these earplugs because they really help with the bass, but they still keep the integrity of the music. So honestly, it kind of keeps out sound like people talking around you, but you can still hear the music really well mm-hmm. and you're protecting your ears. So it's, it's really cool for a lot of different reasons. I believe they also use them for the purposes of like kids with ADHD in school, you know, yeah. like they can hear the teacher, but they can't hear the kid next to them clicking their pen. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a cool concept, okay. but I would recommend Brown brands like Zound or eargasm. Those are a little bit more expensive, but I just got mine on Amazon. Um, breathable fabrics just because if you're like me and you move around a lot, you might sweat a lot. You know yeah so, you know don't wear like a cashmere sweater or like I, don't know. I was gonna say don't wear like a leather outfit as if i'm not wearing a leather outfit one of the days but yeah you know maybe tone if you don't think you can handle that for a 12-hour period obviously shoes um a big one especially i hate to say it for izu is you're gonna want a fanny pack or a place that you can store your phone in front of your body izu in front of your very, body on your izu is very notorious for phone theft i've had friends Every year lose their phones or wow. st- their phones stolen. Do not keep it in your pocket it'll really? be gone it'll be gone. Wow a lot of, yeah you, that's something you would know if you were to ask a friend because of some festivals, like i don't know, I'm going to one called Deep Tropics next Weekend in Nashville, based on the vibes from the artists. I would not consider that a festival where I think people would be stealing phones, but these more mainstream festivals with a lot more people that maybe aren't really like into the scene. They go for the wrong reasons. There's definitely
0: a lot more outsiders. Yeah. Yeah, They go for the wrong reasons. Like me, for example.
1: People. Yeah. Well, you're not malicious. Like there are people who will go to the festival with the intention of picking up at least 50 or more phones.
0: That's so crazy. They will literally
1: find people with backpacks filled with, dozens of phones it's disgusting that's messed up and yeah it's messed up and you want to obviously believe everyone around you has the best intentions but you protect yourself like fanny packs to the front are the best i actually have a backpack that doubles with like a camelback like hydration bag and it's theft proof the zippers are inverted and so like i kept like my super nice wallet in it i kept my vaccine card in it and then in the front there was a strap where i can keep my phone it's actually called lunchbox it was pretty mm-hmm. pricey. It was like a hundred something dollars, but that bitch was hard to get into. Like yeah, you could yeah, not yeah. steal from me. Not today. Um, so
0: you're like, you're like a vet. So I feel like every, every type of,
1: you make mistakes and you learn. <laughs>
0: exactly. So, I mean, that's why, that's, that's, why, you're here. You that's why you're here. That's a mistake you don't want to make. I would say that's a $700 mistake. Yeah. And like, like
1: losing your phone is very dangerous. Oh you yeah. Get separate, that's like, no one, it's horrible to steal someone's phone. Like that's their way of getting home. Yeah. How could you do that? I mean, you know, they, they suck but um again if you're going to a camping festival which this doesn't apply for izu obviously get a boy mm. my packing list would have a man do that part but a pa- you know i've been to a camping festival it's sick as fuck you have a tarp you have a tent you bring like a what do you call those doodads where you put cold drinks in them cooler oh a cooler. A cooler a cooler yeah, 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 yeah. that thing yeah you have like a grill and shit like that oh camping festivals are the best and obviously the list expands for that but consider that um portable chargers are cool if you're always on your phone yes i don't usually bring them disposable cameras are a really good idea if you want photos that are kind of i was gonna say i have
0: i have a camera is Which, it like
1: a disposable or no, like, a, like a digital
0: one so like that's a thing
1: i would look at the rules for izu and see if you're because you probably will be as long as it's not like i don't think zach could bring his camera in mm-hmm. but as long as it's like a you know under 200 hundred dollar camera i think it might be fine okay but disposables are cool because they're just i the love yeah, i love the the disposables yeah, yeah i've done so that silly. i used to
0: do that in college i used to take one out and like take pictures and then you don't look at the pictures for like yeah, two exactly. weeks just yeah. live in
1: the moment just be silly yeah. just have your tit out you know <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing um sunglasses for every i don't like
0: i'm not a sunglass guy really
1: I wear sunglasses, you know, this all the time, all the time, all the time. And they, have, they actually sure. have these cool diffraction glasses, which if you're into psychedelics, I don't know, swim, which going forward, if anyone doesn't know what that means, that is a, it's a drug. Swim is not a drug. Swim is an acronym for someone who isn't me. Oh. So I'm never talking about myself. Mm-hmm. But Swim uses a lot of psychedelics and Swim really likes to go to festivals with glasses that have either kaleidoscope patterns or diffraction lenses. So when the lasers and lights hit them, the light will either kaleidoscope or diffract, sometimes both. And Swim says it looks sick as fuck. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. But, you know,
0: um, I think one p- one thing that I've noticed, like within these concerts, it's like obviously, like you said, people take psychedelics here at like it's 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 part of like within the culture the the lights are almost like the lasers the shows like that's almost more like it that's almost just as, if not more influential than the music.
1: Oh, I that's I think why that's EDM why it's like, gotten so much bigger. When recently. you guys came
0: back, I think from Brooklyn Mirage, it's like you guys were talking about the lights and not the music. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like the lights were sick.
1: Oh, Vic Mirage has a sick setup, but I mean, I would say like we know when EDM and raves first started out, it, it was a lot of very warehousey. There's a beat, there's a DJ, there's a dark room, maybe there's some lights and a disco ball, but mm. you know the name EDM electronic dance music, music inherently uses the word electronics so as technology has progressed so has the capability to make these events so much cooler and so all of a sudden you're seeing you know cascade play on stage with these insane lasers these beautiful visuals that will make you with combined with the music and maybe combine with some other things bring you to tears like that yeah. will that will make the experience very well-rounded and i i do think visuals are a huge part of the experience So many
0: people love it yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's beautiful I love visuals I fucking love lasers um, But yeah, then, you know I have some other notes Like, obviously, masks Especially now oh, yeah. co- If you're worried about COVID This, Izu is an outdoor venue But I will say masks do yeah, Prevent COVID yeah. And then I've also had experiences Pre-COVID where masks Really behooved me to wear Because of dust Or mm-hmm. cigarette smoking um, Really quickly Bandanas for guys Help sweat um wet wipes for the bathroom oh, I have a wet headband. wipes for the bathroom
0: <laughs> i have a headband oh for no, yeah bathroom. yeah
1: you'll want a headband especially if you're oh, longer hair but i think it'll look cool too everyone has them gum always have gum really you'll want gum because if you give gum to someone they'll be your best friend mm. that's the best way to make friends give them gum uh if you don't have a protector on your phone get a phone screen protector mm. um Drop and a it. fan like a big like you see me with my fans
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. hot mm-hmm
1: um candy bracelets have you seen those bracelets i wear with the oh yeah yeah, yeah. those are so fun to wear and to to give to people like you you trade them um and then obviously the last thing on my list of things to pack is substances you plan on taking if you are doing that
0: like we said to your to your liking
1: to your liking agreed and then you know do your research if you're planning on doing that some great resources are websites like tripsafe.org Rollsafe.org. Dance safe is a great website with a lot of both resources and products you can buy where you can test things. I always recommend if someone's going to do something to buy it and test it ahead of time. It's just generally not safe to mm. buy something or use something that you found on the ground at the festival. You just don't know what you're getting and it's not worth it. Um, and also, at EZU especially, there are a lot of undercover cops. Just straight up. If someone offers you Smart, drugs, they say no. Yeah, For good reason. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's... It, I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, the undercovers, uh, are, the undercovers there asked me one year if I had any weed. Oh. Weed. I was like, bro. What? I know. I was like, bro, what? But yeah, no. So just <laughs> if someone asks if you want drugs, tell like, them you don't know what, what that even dude? means. <laughs> but yeah, obviously testing kits and testing if you were choosing to partake, that is the safest method. I cannot recommend something more to someone that is choosing to partake. Um, it's also better to do something if you know someone else has done that thing before, you know, obviously do your research about what you're planning on doing. If you've never done Molly,
0: maybe do a lot of research. Any of those like psychedelic. Yeah. I mean like
1: learn about it because if you're a person that's never done that and you are on an SSRI, you might not know that there are interactions between the two things. So you might want to know like, or if you've never taken a psychedelic and you did not realize that someone in your immediate family has actually had schizophrenia, that could affect but like you. anything. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want to do your research. There's just so many details that might not seem important in the moment with something that might seem so rash, but that can really impact both your experience and the rest of your life. I'll say mm-hmm. it's not, those things are not toys, even though, you know, swim has had a lot of fun with them. Yeah. They're, they're very serious and, you know, obviously know how much you want to be taking. Ba- that's something based on how much you weigh how your tolerance to it and also whatever else you might be taking like if you're taking a fuck ton of molly maybe you shouldn't take a fuck of too.
0: (laughs) i feel like you know i mean we're a little bit i feel like you you understand your limitations much more like since we're 24 rather than if we were like 18 or 17 like Mm -hmm. i guess what i'm trying to say is like some something like this like i feel like me personally like i understand my limitations like Listen, I, me personally, I don't, mom, you're probably listening to this. Like, I'm not going to go crazy at this festival. Like, Me either, mom. For the first time, I, I, I just want to see what it's like. Like, maybe I'll, I'll have a few drinks and maybe I'll do, maybe something. I probably not. I just like, I've never been to this before. So I figured I just want to see what it's like. And there'll always the people be more in like. the
1: future. Like, there's always a time, like, if you don't feel safe don't do it if you don't feel healthy, both mentally and physically don't do it. And like the best advice I was ever given was you can always take more. You can never take less. Mm. And so, you know, you don't also want to be that guy. Like it, it is an experimental environment, but you know, if you've never taken a psychedelic and you just went through the worst breakup of your life, maybe don't yeah. put your friends through what might happen. Yeah, if you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying. Yep. like.
0: <laughs> um, Let's talk a little bit about the actual music mm-hmm. um, for this particular concert. Who who are you? Because I, I listen to EDM, but I don't listen to like, you know, within the culture, there's definitely much more people that are more appreciated for someone that like maybe I don't even know. Like, you know, I like the the david is the calvin Harris's, and that's the, amazing the dj snakes like the um
1: those are all legends those are all kings with the
0: Skrillex's, like those ah. like you know but like you know i obviously have never seen him in person but like
1: and see those people if you've never been to a concert you should see those people that you've never seen because a lesson i learned from Avicii, for those of you yeah yeah obviously yeah he's he a was legend. a legend Like, don't be ashamed to see someone that you think might be too mainstream, especially if you really like them and you've never seen them. Like one of the DJs I want to see, I have seen now seven times Mm -hmm. and I'm going to see her in eighth and it's Rez.
0: So um, who are you looking forward to to see for this concert? I haven't looked at the lineup. There's probably some people that I know.
1: I have this whole pulled up. So
0: I think we're going Saturday.
1: Saturday, okay, so if you're going Saturday, Cascade, I am just so excited. I feel like so I know, oh wait, no, that's you definitely, different Cascade. I mean, if I'll play some music, you'll know him. He's going to be closing out. Oh, the like, yeah, Steve
0: stage. Aoki. Like, yeah, I yeah. know Steve Aoki. I know Tiesto. Test
1: Pilot is Dead Mouse. Okay. That is just Dead Mouse's techno alias, so it's a lot less popular songs. I would think it would be, I'm going to see Test Pilot at one of the after parties, but I would recommend. Seeing some of these people, some advice I would give to people going to a festival is one, look at the lineup ahead of time. And just honestly, what I would do is go through every single artist, start clicking around on some songs. If you think you like it, add it to a playlist, build out a really big playlist with as many artists as you can, even Mm. if some of the names are weird or you don't recognize them and get excited. And so by the time the lineup schedule comes out, you're like, oh, when this line at first dropped, I had never heard of Valentino Khan, but now I have to see him. I loved mm-hmm. listening to these songs he put out on this playlist I made, the months coming up to it. Um, Another advice I would give would be not to get stuck at one stage, particularly main stage, because mm. that's usually the more popular artist. Yeah. Obviously, if you've never been to a festival, you know, and you really want to see Steve Aoki, Tiesto, Cascade, Rez, see those people. But... Maybe try to get there early and just kind of explore the other stages because they usually have really good, cool production. So there's multiple stages. Yeah. See, like this is an intro question. They have
0: four. Yeah. Like, so like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's like... It's like a mini Disneyland when oh, you. Oh, I've walk been to in. festivals
1: with eight stages. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like,
0: it's like you're just bopping around with all these stages, so it's, it's not like, like <laughs> you're just going to one spot, you know.
1: And like I would, besides the stages, there's art exhibits. I've been to festivals with roller coasters, so if you really oh, want to wow. do it all, get there super early, go to all the art exhibits, go to the really cool, like interesting little bars. Like they had a Svedka bar at the. Like they're making in 2019. It like a town. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I mean, there is a town festival. I think it's it's Tomorrowland. It's literally a city where you can camp, and they have like restaurants and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of food trucks there too. Like they'll release the food lineup soon. It's usually super iconic. But artists, I'm really excited to see. I was gonna
0: say, so give me give me like two or three artists that you like are not mainstream from a mainstream listener that you think are underappreciated.
1: Oh, okay. So I would say. Uh, That's hard because in EDM land, Zed's Dead is not underappreciated. They're very appreciated, but you might not have heard of Zed's Dead if you don't like EDM. Mm -hmm. That's a Friday artist. Zed's Dead is my bread and butter. Would never miss them. A second of their set, Seven Lions. And I would say I'm really fucking excited to see black tiger sex machine on Sunday, (laughs) but black tiger sex machine. I
0: mean, I've never heard of them, but But
1: really, if I were to name three underrated artists, both like, I mean, I don't know if I'd be using the term underrated, but maybe not, not as appreciated, not, not like mainstream ish artists from both points of view, both like a regular music listener and an EDM fan. I am very excited to see Drezzo on Sunday. I'm very excited to see Enzo on Saturday. And I'm really excited to see, um, I would say, Art Bat, which I'm seeing at the after party on Saturday night. It's Mm -hmm. like techno. Um, But yeah, I mean... First time and you're only going Saturday?
0: I think so. Yeah. I you think. better find out. I find out. I, I think it's just Saturday, I'm pretty sure.
1: I would say if you're just going Saturday, then you're gonna want to get the most of the experience. Get there as early as possible and maybe consider buying an after party ticket. Like
0: we'll see. You will see. Well, we got I, I got time to figure that it's out. It's a like, marathon. Yeah, also, I I'm still telling you. That's what that's one thing. I think it's like it's it is you're right. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Like it's there's a lot. There's so many performers.
1: Pacing yourself is very important. Yeah, like it's okay know? to t- like I will eat at these festivals if I feel tired because you know, it's I mean they have pretty good food. Obviously, I won't eat something like the soup. They when's have the there.
0: When's the earliest you're supposed to go? The or,
1: earliest I believe you can go on like when doors open. Saturday, I've seen Sundays, people go like 2 early. PM. Two, oh, 2 p.m. two to three, but on Friday I think it's around four
0: mm.
1: when you can go in the earliest.
0: That's not that bad. Year.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty chill. Um, it's. I ideally like to go there as early as possible. That just doesn't happen based on when I wake up. And obviously I, know, I, yeah, obviously like I want to stick every single piece of glitter to my body as possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would, I can send you the playlist that I made for this. It's, it's not all encompassing, but it has people I'm pretty excited for. And obviously I'll give you Saturday Rex later um, of who I think you would like. I think that you would love Dr. Fresh on Saturday. That's, I'm going to be there. Well,
0: I'm not. All right. So like, let's, we'll shift to another conversation. We'll talk about the dancing. Like that stuff. I mean, I consider myself a good dancer, but and like, I think I could probably do one version of a shuffle, but like besides that, it's like a totally different world. Like if, if my father saw like a video <laughs> of a girl, like shuffling with all of her feet, his head would probably like explode and be like, what is going on here? You know? So it's like it's like half of, like it's like if you're watching you're like holy like what is going on and half of it's like that's actually really impressive like, in my oh, head yeah. <laughs> in my head I know it's impressive because I've tried to do it and I'm like I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it but like but in my opinion like I'm actually not a bad dancer but in that realm of dancing it's so different
1: people I will say like one you don't have to shuffle like yeah, you yeah. like, like
0: you're like you're not forced to stuff yeah like that's there, a minority
1: but, like, of people who generally do like who dance at these festivals most people are just dancing like you would if you're getting down at a bar like or a bar you just want to no one's going to judge you and if someone's judging you fuck them like that's not the vibe of a festival festivals are incredibly inclusive and as long as no one's harming another person you know you mind your own business or you vibe with them um you'll see people hoop like bring like light up hula hoops and do like oh cool cool things or bring light up like led whips and do this number you can't see me but i'm dancing with it um, it's bad radio. But, yeah, but you'll you'll see people doing all kinds of things, but just vibing, fanning people, just bopping your head. You, you can even just sometimes I'll just fucking stand there with my mouth open in shock. You, it's <laughs> it's for everyone. And just like, vibe. Might, I mean, my dad goes to these things and he's not he's not shuffling, he's not shaking his ass. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's what would have got me into EDM. My dad. Wow,
0: that's actually really cool.
1: Shout out to my dad if you're listening, please don't.
0: Did he go to like uh.
1: My dad went to, he went to a, um, ACL with me. So we <laughs> saw, I don't think we saw any EDM acts together, but he saw Black Tiger Sex Machine once. We've seen Deadmau5 together. We've seen Martin Garrix together. Um, well, that, seen, that's yeah. cool
0: then Then the, you guys had like, because I feel like maybe some people that were influenced into the rave culture EDM, like their parents probably disowned. It. Yeah, well, you know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, my like, dad like, knew majority, that obviously, like,
1: well, every concert has the people that are there for the wrong reasons or the people that are doing things that maybe parents didn't want their kids to see them doing. And my dad kind of raised me with, like, be smart, don't hurt anyone else, don't hurt yourself kind of thing. Like, I'm sure he didn't bring me into the scene anticipating that I will, you know fucking take a bunch of drugs or and like, can't, like and be in a you'll be like in
0: an ambulance like, yeah, or something exactly. like that. I'd my like, ride
1: home would be an ambulance yeah <laughs> but you know he i was very much brought up with like the music side of it obviously i was really young i started listening to him when i was 11 or 12 so mm. i couldn't go to these raves so i was very very into the music so ready for my first rave like and i was very happy that my dad would go to them with me or drop me off and you know yeah. did a lot of sober raving as a kid
0: that's cool though mm-hmm. i mean like obviously it's so, like you've literally like been built through this, like coming up like as a child, which is actually really interesting. I've never heard anyone like have an experience like that. Yeah. I think um, it really
1: helped me be open with my parents because you know, if I ever was curious about something, I was very prone to ask my parents about yeah, it. It's and cool. that honestly made it a lot safer, I think. And you know, my parents are, they're both in the medical field. My dad's a doctor. He gave me a lot of really good advice. He was there for me a lot of the time. And you know, when Swim had gone through some intense experiences using things or partaking, um, I was able to tell my dad about Swim's experience and he gave me a lot of really good advice. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I would say music-wise, it's totally okay if you don't know any artists at all. The best way to go about it would be to try to listen to some of the artists. You know, just look up, just Google Izu lineup or whatever festival or concert you're going to. Like, look at their top songs. Yeah, just go look at their See, top songs. See, do, like do, like do you like them? They're going to play their top songs. Do you like them? you
0: like them? If you don't like them, you don't like them. And, know, yeah, honestly,
1: go to some sets at set some stages where you don't know who's playing. Look at your schedule and be like, oh this is Ella's dream. This song is sick. And then you're like, I'm going to start list. Like I cannot tell you how many festivals I've walked to a random set to discovered an artist and then later became their biggest fan. Nice. Yeah. Like it, it's a great way to discover music and it'll, it's going to change your life,
0: bro. I will say I, I, I do like, you know, cause I, it's hard to find new music. Cause like, especially like with this, this is like a totally different type of, you know area of music and mm-hmm. just like entertainment in it within itself so it's like it's hard for me to get into it where it's like i don't know anyone mm-hmm. and like if you just look at the top songs or whatever but like it's like you know it's, it's 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 a totally different world
1: i'll throw some at you you know the song jackie chan yeah, yeah, yeah that is with tiesto yeah no i know, I know that's what i'm yeah. saying yeah,
0: yeah, yeah i know t- i know tiesto like a few of his songs it's like mm-hmm. um but yeah
1: I, I really I think you're going to have a great time. And I would say also like this music, and though it's all EDM is so diverse, I mean, you're going to have people who are playing guitar live. I saw someone play fucking piano while DJing. Wow. Like you'll have someone, I saw a screamo artist DJ and do screamo. Mm-hmm. You'll have people like playing sax, some jazzy house music. You'll have some intense dubstep. There'll be live instruments. It's It's very diverse. And a lot of it stems from... I won't say mainstream music, but other genres of music like rock, jazz, soul, things like that. It's really cool to see where all of these genres sort of like take influences from. A lot of them, again, all of those genres are very influenced by people um, from the black community Mm -hmm. that did start EDM. So I think that's very important to remember. Um, But then, yeah, I guess if I could circle back to the rest of advice I have, um, just some general things to go over. Number one. Planning how to get there and back, obviously, if you're driving, which you can't drive to Isu because you can't park. I don't have a car. Well, same. So, but (laughs) if you are driving to a festival or the Mirage, having a DD, I can't even emphasize how important that is. And Mm. that includes if you're taking anything that isn't alcohol, that's still driving. Oh, yeah. Not cool. Um, Factor in things like traffic, because if you're taking an Uber... It, there's oh, a lot the of traffic it would yeah. be horrible Follow me dude I fucking hate the traffic there but it happens um, checking the lineup schedule that happens like usually the week before Izu or a festival in general just like you and your friends pick yeah, out that, like okay that's important yeah like 1pm we're gonna see here you like it, set, it, set it, a reminder a yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's
0: basically like if you're at Disneyland and you're like alright we're gonna go here, here and then we're gonna go here and, and then the we're gonna go here, here yeah.
1: bathroom I mean I'm the kind of I'm going to say OCD because I do have OCD. I'm the OCD person that builds an Excel sheet where I factor in when we take photos. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm very... You, uh, you
0: You have it planned out.
1: I mean that's also how i live most of my life like my friends visiting this weekend and we have like
0: an itinerary
1: we do have an itinerary it factors in everything um i would say looking at the festival map which should be available on their website because you can locate the water stations which is free so you can refill your bag oh that's nice yeah bathrooms bars stages establishing a meetup spot um start gathering your belongings ahead of time that week it's so important that you get sleep and you start eating i won't say like go on a diet obviously but I would say
0: you um, want to have some sort of because I want mean have good, like, I've had a good week. Diet. I've had a good week and I feel better. You feel like, better, you know yeah. what you know what I mean? Like you don't want to just eat like fried shit for. Like, oh yeah, three days I've straight. been to
1: festivals with people where you know I'm not gonna diss anyone, but well they will eat super super unhealthy the day before and be like, like it makes you cramping groggy. over. The yeah. next day they're cramping over. They're not in the mood to drink, and I'm just like you're just not healthy. You <laughs> set yourself up for failure. Yeah, like I'm out here like, is like and, you're, yeah. this is
0: like your. Like, this is like your game.
1: You're training for it. I mean, like, like, I will say, I'll say work out, but I'm not like going to say to look for good. You're like, <laughs> you're like, this is
0: my game. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking kill it, <laughs> this concert.
1: Essentially. I, I tell people to exercise before, but not, you know, so you look good in your little outfit. But because you're going to be on your feet for 12 hours, you need to be doing cardio. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to build endurance. It, it is very taxing, especially if you're doing all three days um, oh, we'll I've been c-
0: tracking my steps. I'm actually. I'm, I'm curious to see how many steps I'm gonna do there. Hopefully, do oh, so many.
1: I'm gonna take a bet that in one day i probably you're over get like twenty thousand.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say twenty k.
1: You're gonna you're gonna do a lot of steps. It's not a huge island, but if you're dancing a lot, you know you're moving around. Your phone's jiggling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah of and course. And then you know, last tips prior is just doing a mental health check. Like if something happens or you're not feeling well and you're about to go into a festival, maybe don't take something that you think is going to interact with your negative Don't mindset. really don't, yeah. don't
0: do something to like drain out your sorrows.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or like a regular health check. If you're feeling sick,
0: don't, don't go. go.
1: Bro, I cannot I cannot tell you this is pre-covid how mad I was when I got the flu from an indoor festival and so many people at that fest. It was lights all night, 19. Got it because some motherfucker went in there with the flu and everyone got the flu and I was like, dude, like I was throwing up NyQuil Like it was not cool So especially with COVID Something that is very serious You should not go If you don't feel well I cannot emphasize How important that is To keep this community safe Yeah Um, And then they have the festival Eating a solid breakfast Because you're gonna want A base layer Yeah That's that's the general Yeah I mean like treat it like You're going to a day long Darty And a football game Yeah You know Eat a solid breakfast Food's really good there But it's kind of expensive um explore the most especially if you're going all three days use the first day to explore cool art exhibits take a f- ton of photos tons of videos but when you you're don't a big you're Snapchat.
0: a big um like what's the word like enthusiastic person about taking photos that is I because like said, said, i forget you yeah. i've seen you say that on other apps like I don't know if enthusiastic what's the word what's the word I'm trying to find like,
1: I mean I'm a big proponent of doing proponent, that yeah, yeah, yeah basically
0: like you're like listen take as much dark, take as many yeah. photos <laughs> as you want I, like, I
1: do that because they're I mean I'm I starting see to, people I've lost I think since yeah. I've
0: moved to the city I've been more like you know, I like I. I think we had people over, and I whipped out the camera. Like I went to Jersey, I whip out the camera. It's like just take pictures because like you don't know. Like-
1: as long as you're not being annoying, which is why I put in my notes for this. It's the best to do it as soon as you get there when it's still daylight because that's when there's the least amount of people around. Like you know, don't be the guy that's trying to have a photo shoot during the last set yeah, where yeah, everyone's yeah. like crushed together in the dark. But when you get there, take photos. Like I mean, again, not to be dark, but like there are people die life is very fickle i've had a person in my rave fam who passed away and i have memories and i have photos and Mm
0: -hmm. you never know yeah you never never know know.
1: and like you know you forget stuff and then all of a sudden you see a photo like a snapchat memory and you're like that was sick like these videos like you're happy you took that picture those videos that i had from concerts they got me through covid yeah um but when your phone gets down to i would say 30 percent, put it on airplane mode because don't That's about that Yeah, That's smart. don't upload any of the videos or pictures you take to Snapchat or Instagram, most likely they won't oh my God reach. no one's gonna care yeah, I was gonna say upload them later because that'll drain your battery faster than anything
0: it's also like I mean like <laughs> you post anyone i I've said this before if you post a concert of like for like forty minutes straight like listen no one's Sitting through oh, that, no one's no one's background. sitting through that ever. Like that doesn't even just that's not even DM. That's just <laughs> all in of general. a you click through and no just one's a lot seen of it. shit. You <laughs> know, like people people don't have the patience to like go through like a fifty minute minute video of like a, your concert. if
1: anything vlog it and then upload it later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should do a podcast while you're there. Although that probably wouldn't go well. People but- <laughs> keep,
0: keep continue to ask like like I mean I've I've tried to like say like come back from like going out drinking and like do a podcast. And I'm like I can't I can't. So funny. It takes you can too much effort for the draft. Yeah, it takes too much effort.
1: Um and then a really good thing I would point out is like honestly don't be afraid to interact with strangers like catch a vibe with someone, compliment people, easiest way to make friends everyone's going to feel so genuinely just good vibes yeah Yeah, i feel like i feel like that's i
0: feel like that's yeah that's like the mindset you should have with like a not even just for this like with everything everything, you know like oh
1: that doesn't really go well for me in new york city i've complimented people on clothing and they stare at me as if i said literally as if i told them that i murdered their family they will glare at me yeah yeah,
0: like new york is a different oh when it comes to that
1: say excuse me when going through the crowd holy fuck
0: that sounds important
1: it's i can't even tell you how just be like just be a polite person just be a, just be a polite human being just Be a you good know? person when i when i'm a four foot 11 girl and a that's man tough. elbows me in the fucking forehead I'm like my that's face is worth tough. a lot of money i cannot afford to have this nose broken again <laughs> like that's not something i'm trying to do and then i would say again this is the end of my list really for prepping is safety essentially like really be a good bystander if you Mm -hmm. you know obviously look out for yourself look out for your phone but if you see someone especially you know a woman or a transgendered person or a person of color that is being discriminated against or harassed step in say something people will support you when you draw attention to it it's not okay to grab someone on the ass oh yeah like someone wearing a thong is not permission to touch them Mm that That does happen a lot, and it's really like sad. That, that
0: some of these some of these like you know these lessons that you're portraying right now are it's not even just lessons. it's not even just that it's like it's just normal things like you know within life, like just don't be forceful just and because it's, it's just crazy, because yeah. if a girl is wearing a certain thing, there's no reason that gives you a permission to act a certain way around someone, yeah, you know? and
1: you would think that these things happen more at festivals, but it's only because people sometimes get more fucked up at festivals or are wearing. You know, more, or maybe they feel more, more comfortable. risk clothing. Yeah, or yeah. And like so that. these things happen. But I will say, if I were to wear pasties and a thong to a rave and also to a bar, I guarantee you I would feel way more unsafe in a bar environment because of the people I'm around. Oh, yeah. But either way, it happens in either environment. And as a bystander, you need to step in, you need to help them pretend to be their boyfriend, pretend they're part of your group if you have to get security like i've found people's phones on the ground that i've helped return like just looking out for other people um in terms of yourself when it comes to drinking you're not going to want to black out like if you're starting to feel like you're blacking out stop drinking because why would you want to black out this experience is hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. remember every part of it don't be that guy you know another note for taking anything no long know how long it's supposed to take it to last like pace yourself things like that eat if you need to drinking water is a huge thing the general rule to being safe i would say is 16 ounces every two hours because if you drink too much you can actually flush out your electrolytes and sodium Mm. and things like that um know that there are always medical tents there and they are not there to get you in trouble i've had oh really yeah no you can go there and say this person took this they need help. Well, you will yeah, not get arrested. I feel like
0: they should. You know,
1: the cops are different. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, oh <laughs> my you're under god. arrest. You're
0: overdosed on a drug. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: Come with me. No, yeah. I, I had, and again, I'm not gonna really go into this, but I had someone close to me, um, overdose essentially recently at a festival, and I spent the majority of the festival in the med tent, and Oof, it was, tough. I mean, it was it was worth it because again, missing an experience is. It sucks, but so does someone. So died. does losing someone. Yeah, so does losing something someone. like that. It's, like, you know, it's incredibly serious. serious. They're there to help you. You should go. I mean, like, I've also had to go to the men tent because my friend had a cut from, like, a cooking thing she did. And the cut, like burst open at the festival and you just go get a bandage i had a friend who had an eye infection they gave her eye drops like if you need tylenol they'll give it to you the med tents are your friends go everywhere in groups because it's so big you don't Mm -hmm. want someone to go to the bathroom by themselves and something happened yeah um and then yeah obviously discrimination and is a huge thing to look out for i wouldn't say you know i'm not going to tell you to Dex someone that's culturally appropriating Although I would think that's nice Mm. Don't culturally appropriate That's a big thing that I feel I should say At festivals it's super important If you're not black Don't wear black hairstyles Or clothing like do-rags or things like that Uh, Don't wear headdresses if you're not Native American (laughs) That's very obvious But you would be fucking surprised Um, And then Yeah things like If you are going to a festival And you're going really hard You should take it easy you should know that rest the weekend after. And there are a lot of vitamins that you can take if you're choosing to partake, which again, you could do research on websites like TripSafe and RollSafe. Like Swim really likes taking 5-HTP, which helps restore, I think, serotonin receptors or Mm -hmm. something. Um, Swim takes one every night whenever they choose to partake in um, a serotonin-type drug like MDA or MDMA, It helps swim sleep too. Um, You can get it at Walmart. And then my last tip is to get vaccinated.
0: (laughs) So, point taken. A, I think your your OCD has totally, and your you know veteran experience within this has totally had yourself could not be more prepared from this podcast into this episode than now. Like, I personally don't listen to my podcasts. Because, like, you know, I don't want to hear myself talk. But this might be, like, the one time I will, like, before, maybe, like, a few days before we go. Like, I probably will re-listen to this to make sure that I got everything set up. Like, my list in my head. I'll be like, all right, she said this, she said this, she does this, this. Secondly, essentially, when you go to these concerts, if you are a good person and you do good person things and you stay within your limitations and you know how, you know, you keep the range of fun that you want to have and you... Be polite. Like you said, say, excuse me. Don't don't discriminate. Don't be an asshole. If you be a good person at these type of events, chances are that energy will be reciprocated towards you.
1: 100%. Like helping others just as a life lesson is so rewarding in and of itself. And then obviously, you know, you can't be a good person and your phone gets jacked. That sucks. Just like look, <laughs> out, look out for yourself too. Like phone, fanny pack, not yeah. in your pocket. Things like that. It's very much common sense but you might overlook it just because it's so much fun and then you're like oh shit i forgot sunscreen just kind of thing yeah. like that but i i think you're gonna have an amazing time i'm i could not tell you how like because it's the rest of the guys in the how many people how many do. people
0: you know that's going
1: oh shit um
0: over 50
1: yeah definitely I over would say 100 I, um probably in terms of my if i counted followers that i know that are going yes over 100 but not people that I could name offhand it's a big event for people in like this northeastern area like when I would go I would always see people from Cornell randomly that I'm like oh man like I didn't know you raved and, you know, because it's just a thing to do on Labor Day weekend. It's, yeah. It's fun. Like, if you like the music, but you're not, you know, you're, maybe you're not a hardcore raver. Like me. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll still have, like, an amazing time. It's just, it's amazing. You're going to, you're probably bumping to people from your high school if they are. if you, did you go to high school There's always, area? There's
0: always, uh, that's how it was introduced. Like, people yeah. in high school, like, these girls, I'm like, what the hell are they going to? And now some of them probably go, like, regular, you know? That's like, I guess so. But it's like. <laughs>
1: You pass me a Cheez-It. Yeah, sure.
0: Uh, <laughs> anyways, bad radio. Um but Yeah, I'm excited. Um I'll probably listen to this episode. Um got a good hour of talking in. But um <laughs> Cheetos. cheetos, cheetos <laughs> are necessary. <right laughs> I've now.
1: never had this flavor before.
0: Um but yeah, I think I think we're all set. Little ASMR. I feel like, um, is there any any um, plug, social media people that you want to uh, you know reach out to, let them follow? Because I know I'm no, sh- I'm sure you're gonna you know let a let a bunch of people know. Yeah, um,
1: obviously, if you are listening to this, because I'm Renegade Master, because I'm sharing it. Follow this podcast, The Roaring Twenties. Follow my good friend Peter. Um, some other great resources would be I love Emma Capotas's. YouTube channel, her podcast, Rave Culture Cast, Vibe with Aid has a great podcast for EDM as well. Um, I would say um, Tara O'Neill has some interesting festival content, kind of more on the fashion side. Um, And then, I don't know, from there, you could see who they tag in photos and just kind of go from there. Um, Those are all women. There are some cool men influencers as well, like Festival Finesse Frisky Hug. But that i don't know there's oh i will say i'm gonna plug some shufflers amy conti um conti spelled c-o-n-t-e and the real james p her boyfriend they're both amazing shufflers that live in denver they used to live in hoboken and go to izu um but if you're curious to learn some cool shuffling tutorials follow them
0: it is like and like listen i I have no idea what you just said but like i'll probably check it out and like be like holy crap because it's like spicy. it's like very uh entertaining to watch
1: these but. are really spicy mm. oh my god
0: anyways um thank you for coming on
1: thank you for having me
0: i appreciate you um this is going to drop friday
1: let's go new music friday
0: new music friday that's what i'm gonna try uh we're recording this on wednesday um but hopefully the people within your your friends and your followers um you know they listen to this and they they hopefully it makes them feel anticipate antsy for uh, <laughs> izu and like for hopefully to have a good time so we'll thank see everyone you. out there thank you so much and um talk to you guys soon bye everyone peace